0: Today's show is brought to you by PayPal. PayPal is offering listeners to this podcast the opportunity to jumpstart your business with PayPal Working Capital. There's no credit check required. You can pay one affordable fixed fee. And you can automatically repay with a percentage of your sales. Visit paypal.com forward slash success to take advantage of this opportunity. Additional terms and conditions apply through the 550 promotion. Please visit paypal.com Again paypal.com forward slash success for more information. Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi. The best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold process, guys, to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now, to today's show.
1: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in smoke. You're not average, you're not even good, you were born to be great.
2: What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast, I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips, would it do, would it do, and Dr. Thomas himself, Mr. Eric Douglas, what's going down? Man, I'm just so excited to
1: be back up. First thing in the morning, like I was, I was, I was, you know, what I'm saying trying to be nice with y'all, the whole 12 o'clock in the afternoon type deal. But uh,
2: well, if you can't yeah. hear it in my throat, it is uh, <laughs> about two o'clock in the morning. Oh, so. I love it. I love it. And I it. just got I a three-year-old. Yo, I don't know what it is. I promise you, like, Trey, like, so he, you know, he in his own bed now for a while. But then, you know, some kind of way. And I'm talking about my man like a ninja. I don't never hear him come in, which kind of scares me. I'm like, yo, see, you can't be sleeping that hard. My man, I'm talking about, I wake up, my man is like, got his feet in my mouth. I'm like, bruh, what are you doing? And he don't want to cuddle with his mom at all. Like, he would literally like, and I see her every now and then, she'd be like, oh, Lord, he he killing CJ, let me try to grab him. And he would like fight her in the middle of the night, like, no, I want my dad. Like, he don't want to do nothing but sleep with me. So I just got a three-year-old feet out my mouth about 30 seconds before we hit record. And so um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here. Uh, but I do. That does bring me to my. Uh, am I tripping or? And it is child related, and um, you, you, you maybe bring a different perspective. Maybe it gets better later in life, Carl. But I'm sure you feel me. Uh, am I tripping or? Are kids the most ungrateful little things that you've ever <laughs> seen in your life? Now let me break this down. We take we go back to Michigan. Take Trey, you know, and, and Avery. You know, they on a plane. Trey been on about at least 2,000 flights by now. We fly him there. This little joker eating cookies and apple juice on the way there. He goes with his grandparents. He has the time of his life. They at the zoo. They riding bikes. They doing all kind of fun stuff. They come back. We get on the plane, coming back. We let him have some more cookies, apple juice. He living the life. Gets back home. He's like, Daddy, want to ride my bike. We ride the bike. Come back in. He asked me, "Dad, I want some more juice." I said, "Well, son, that's a, you know you've had enough juice today. We're not doing we don't even do juice like that. So no, you can't do juice." So he doesn't start crying. He's at a different age now where you don't just bust out crying. He goes and sits on the couch. I'm at the kitchen table. About five minutes later, I hear him say, "Daddy." I was like, "I forgot all about it." I was like, "Yeah." He said, uh, "Daddy, sometimes you're a mean daddy." <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, look, I will choke the light. I, what are you talking about? He was like, well, sometimes you're a mean daddy. I said, why you say that? He said, because I asked for juice and you didn't give it to me. Mm, and mm, I was mm. like, yo, I, I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? I, I found myself about to run down a whole list of things <laughs> I had done for this boy over the course of his life. Like, how dare you call me a mean daddy? And, um, but I let it go.
0: But I just wanted to know, am I tripping or are y'all kids ungrateful too? No, nah, I'm talking about the most ungrateful critters that ever crossed planet Earth. And for hey, from the looks of it, it looked like that's just the way it is. Like, I, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. I'm
2: I'm, e, I'm hoping you could, you know, shed some light on this, and then you know, I got a fair file for y'all too going along the same line. Let me
0: say this real quick before you go, E. Like, we got back from Barbados, and Jordan, I'm, I'm talking about Jordan got in the house. I was like, yo, daddy, can we go to the Hilton in Michigan? <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like saying what? Like you just spent a doggone like two weeks. In First Bar- of all, I'm mean, he know
2: there's the Hilton in Michigan.
0: <laughs> right, my well, man. Two weeks at the beach, you know the whole like you said the whole oh, flight yeah, to no whatever. Doubt. And no we, doubt. And we, I'm talking. We let them. I'm like, to let's just kind of lay it off. We chill. We in Barbados. Let them just have fun. Like they're watching TV. They are at the beach all oh, day. They no eating. They eating fries all day, bro. Like just get some more fries. So I'm like, just let it go. We get back. My man's like, yo, I like the Hilton and Barbados. Is there one in Michigan? Let's do that. So, yeah, he give us something. something no, I'm just simple. saying,
1: I, I can't, I, you know what I'm saying, and C and I will probably debate like the mattress on this one, but um, <laughs> I just, it was a different air, man. Like, y'all kids, is this a different, it, even though it seems like it's only a couple years or, you know, apart, but it's a different, I promise you, air. I was 25 when I had my first one. I don't even know if we had juice. We lived in a one-bedroom apartment. I don't even know if we had
2: juice to give Jalen at that time.
1: You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then back uh, uh, up- here
2: go, hey, here come the ET tales of <laughs> right, how poor right, they right. were. You know what I'm saying? I'm just hey, being real. like the old grandfather that had to walk 80 miles to school one way, like every year, get a couple more miles.
1: Yeah, I'm just being real. Me Jalen Jay, lived in a Jalen came home to a one-bedroom. You know, literally, roach infested house. We had no money at 25. Diddy was 24, she had just finished college. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had no jobs at that time. So our kids didn't really start. No
2: lights, no working water.
1: Yeah, I'm just being real, (laughs) bro. I mean, just imagine when you was 24 years old. Like y'all in y'all 30s with kids. I was 24, you know what I'm saying, when I had Boog. I mean, I had just turned 25. Diddy had just turned 24. He was born, you know, late July. Her birthday is in August. You know what I'm saying? So she was literally 23 and she had him, you know what I'm saying, then she was 24. So we ain't had no bread, bro. So a lot of the challenges... That y'all dealing with the Hilton Hotel, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Oh, my kid, my kid, yeah, my kids did get that kind of stuff. And then you know, we came from the generation where we couldn't really talk to our parents, like we couldn't reason with our parents. Like, and I know y'all remember that, you know what I'm saying? So Jalen them came up where it wasn't a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like asking questions or being able to say we mean. He probably felt we was mean, but he didn't necessarily express it. But I will say this. I don't know that it, I don't know that they get any more. Gr- well, I should say it depends on who the child is. Jada is definitely a lot more, um, you know, appreciative than perhaps her brother is. But Jalen is old enough to know that he needs to be manipulative. You know what I'm saying? Y'all kids <laughs> are young. They don't really have that swag yet. Jalen knows that he got to send some roses home. He got to, you know, maybe send a card send a nice text like you know have a good conversation with his mom and then ask for something so i don't know that it necessarily changes but they do get a little smarter and they're not as cute uh as trey and jordan right now so you don't necessarily have the patience when they 22 years old and they breath stank that you did when they were three years old so (laughs) right right
2: that's that yeah fair fair argument you know and i'm teasing e about um you know being broke even though i do feel like might be a little sauce on it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all you had, you know, had a couple you, dollars. You had a I couple dollars. You. You. You I I ain't had no money at
1: 23 or 24. <laughs> and that's why hey. I say, hey, you and Carl, just go back. Cause i know y'all know me like y'all been knowing me for so long you don't know me in that you know light so it's probably kind of hard but when i tell carl go back when you was 23 carl how much money did you have when you was 23
0: years old uh, I only, hey me and my brother was using coins to order pizza oh uh, come on so that's what diddy nah, that's what me I, and diddy I, hey, was I had doing. a
2: job yeah i was broke at 23 i had a job i had a couple <laughs> dollars now <laughs> you know what i'm saying I'm just keep it real i wasn't i wasn't broke broke plus I was smart and went to school 15 minutes away from my folks, so if it ever got too uh, struggle platish, right. I could right. just run right to the crib, that grab me smart. a meal, wash my clothes, and I was good to go. Yeah, that was so smart, I was like poverty, but like middle-class poverty, you see what i <laughs> But you know what, E, I actually want to talk to the people, because I think you. We, we talked about it a little bit the other day, and you talked about doing things in the right order and how It makes you mad when people don't do things in the right order. And the example you gave, which I thought was critical for real, is, yo. you said, you know, when Didi and I were on food stamps, I can remember the day she got her job. She drove down to the, you know, um, what is it, the uh, financial support office or wherever you get the food stamps from. And she told them, look, here, take these food stamps back cut our food, like gave back the food stamps that y'all had. Like y'all could have, you know, at least spent that out. I (laughs) want to cut that Right. And then waited to the next month and you said, nope, D took it down there and was like, yo, we done with this. We don't need it. Thank you very much. We appreciate the support. We are good now. And you were talking about how in business and not obviously not necessarily food stamps we're not talking about that but you talked about how people are always trying to cut corners and be shady and manipulative and how that can't work on the long end and how you feel like most of your success in business and the success that we've had in business which is you know um, obviously increased over the years as we heard from back when you used to eat a bowl of beans every day um how like cornbread though see i did have cornbread (laughs) i'm not gonna lie we did have cornbread hot water (laughs) hot water over the stove Uh, over the stove. okay (laughs) um so so and and you talked about Didi doing that and and i was like wow like for real that's deep i had to check myself carl because i'm like man i probably would have spent out the rest of them and just been like okay cool we doubled up this month um but but talk to, you know, us about like the integrity behind business and which we operate and, and how uh, you see people cut corners and how it ends up not working for them.
1: So, so let me say this. See, and we're not talking about manipulative people. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about people trying to get over. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to be clear today because this podcast, of course, I don't think there are a lot of people, you know, who fit that description listening to us. I'm talking about good people now, and I'm talking about people who are trying to get to that next level and really feel that they need to cut corners to get to that next level. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I want to be clear that that's the demographic that I'm addressing. Good people. Right. Real good people. Right. But they don't understand that. You know, and again, I hate to go here because, you know, people, scientific people going to call me, people got a strong background in science, going to call me and be like, E, you wrong. All right. So y'all just help. You know, you just got to help my little science brain. But, you know, I always talk about that there are laws and and what happens. And the thing I love about, you know, the law of gravity and these kind of laws is that on on a on a on a basic level i'm sure in nasa or whatever you could do some stuff to manipulate it but on a real basic level bro what goes up must come down like you jump on the roof and come down like you're gonna hurt yourself i say it all the time and so those laws can't be manipulated and what i find sometimes with humans humans think see because they have a desire or a need that they can manipulate things so so that they can, you know, change the outcomes, right? And and it is what it is, bro. Like, it's 120 credits to graduate. You know, uh, we talked about this before. There was a time when people were buying, um, like, for instance, Facebook or Instagram, whatever, people were buying followers, right? And so what you're doing is, you're you're being manipulative and you're not doing it because you're a bad person or you're not doing it because you're trying to create this evil, like, really what you're trying to do is get that edge and let me say this please help me flush this through see because sometimes I'm not the greatest communicator but there's certain things see you can't let people do for you or buy for you you know and I hope I'm making sense there are certain things you have to buy for yourself you know what I'm saying there's certain things you have to earn for yourself there's certain things you can get as a gift there are other things bruh. You just gotta earn it. You know what I'm saying? So let me just okay. And I don't, I don't want to say anything specific because people could be like, "Well, somebody could buy that for you." But you understand the concept, see? That there are certain things that Eric Thomas has to do for Dee Dee. There are certain things that Eric Thomas has to do for Jalen and Jay. Okay, I can give you an example. All right, because this is not like money. I see. I don't. And, and again, you know, this is this is this is in general. But I felt like. I needed to take my son to school on the first day of school, and I'm being real basic because I don't want to say something that people can take and misconstrue. But I, I need to be there to take Jalen to school on that first day of school. I need to be there to take Jada to school on that first day of school. That when, when Jada wins her academic awards, it's great for her grandparents to be there. It's great for you know the pastor, of the church to be there. It's great for you know her uh, 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 teacher, you know from back in the day to be there. But see. I, I need to be there for her graduation. Like I need to be there when she wins that academic award. Like I just believe that there's certain things in life that you can't, you people can't give you. And I say this, I, I say this, and then I open up back up to you guys. Like you've seen lions, you know, that maybe are in a safari and you got people feeding them versus lions who are in the Serengeti and they out hunting. Like they different lions. See, like even though they have the same physical structure. You know, with the naked eye, they look alike. But that lion who's been fed beast and that lion that went out and hunted and got that and killed that beast, like went and like literally hunted for that beast, went through the whole strategy of, you know, knowing like, you know, where to kind of like chill out and wait for him to come, you know, did the whole like sitting still and waiting for the beast, you know, chasing it, hawking it down, killing it with his own bare hands, like eating it. You know, what I'm saying taking something back to his family like that is a different beast. And so they're just when you start giving people certain things, you take away that dog, you take away that fight. You know, what I'm saying you take away their creativity. You take away the ability for them to, 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 to be able to, you know, be creative, if you will. And so Didi taught me like, yeah, we could keep getting these food stamps, but we got to go out and hunt our food. Now we have the tools. Now I have, I'm a registered nurse. I'm able to attract certain opportunities. I'm able to be an ATM if you will see. Let's just call it what it is. Once I picked up this skill of speaking, like I'm an ATM now. I have the ability to go out and create money. And sometimes when people give you stuff, you got to sit there and wait for them. You, you know what I'm saying? You're on their time. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're at their leisure. But when you got the tools, bro, and you can go out and hunt on your own, I just feel like Didi taught me. Like it's at this point now that we have the tools that it's, it's up to us to go out and get it and not wait for people you know to give if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I think I I don't even and I I agree with you and I'm thinking about you know our own situation of course, but I guess I'm talking about just the let's talk a, a little bit about the ethical side of it too. You know what I mean? Because like you know you hear for real you hear people say all the time if you ain't cheating you ain't trying right. Like you got. Uh, Brady and them with the deflated footballs. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your take on stuff like that? Like, you know, and I, I really just want to know from you because you are probably the most ethical person I know. But like, when you know, it, it's not necessarily like cheating is like a strong word for that. Like, you know, you deflated a couple footballs, or you know, you you cut a couple corners, or you bought a couple followers to make it look a certain way. Like. It's not necessarily like the most egregious act you can you know Absolutely. think of, and I understand what you're saying yeah. about you know the handouts and, and things of that nature. I want to know from a, from an ethical side, e because we talk you know we see people all the time like you know they say they're going to do something and then they don't deliver right, and so or they say they, they were going to bring you uh, x amount of food and they were going to provide x amount of service, and then when you get there they end up cutting corners. Uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's not necessarily like you said. They're not bad people. You know, it's just, oh, if I use a little less of this and a little less of this, I could save a couple of dollars and, you know, they end up doing you wrong. But, like, speak to that side of it. Like, but, but, and like I said, some people will say, like, yo, if you ain't cheating, if you ain't cutting corners, like, my man next to you cutting corners. It's kind of like the MLB when the steroid era happened, right? It's like everybody on steroids. So if I'm, the pitcher's on steroids, they're on it, the batters, it's like, you could try to be Mr. Up and Up if you want to, but at the end of the day, you're about to get beaten. you're going to be out the league and you're not going to make any money. Or you could do what everybody Absolutely. else is doing and catch up. Like, what, what are your feelings on so, that? So, so for
1: me, see, I, you know, again, like you said, I, I feel like ethics, you know, to some extent, you know, are, it's, 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 in, it's individual choice. You, you know what I'm saying? But let's, let's, let me just show people how I see it. You got, you got short ball, you got the long ball. The way I see it, see... Is that you can't do some things to get the advantage immediately you know and, and if people like you know Pete Rose you know Sammy Sosa you, you know I'm saying Mark McGuire you know and I would even say the New England Patriots while they've had a measure of success I don't know in the long run see if they are going to be looked at as Jackie Robinson you, you know what I'm saying like Jackie Robinson gone see he's he not even physically playing the game anymore But everybody wearing the number 42 every year, all the teams wear 42. So if you're the type of person where you like, yo, I'm I'm just really on success right now. Like I'm really not on my character. I'm not really on legacy. I'm not really on how people, you know, going to see me. I'm trying to eat 100% see, but that's not what I, that's not what I wanted to teach you guys. What I wanted to teach you guys was, you know, storms are going to come. So if you build your house on sand, you know when that storm comes you have a you have a um there's a greater chance see that that house is going to come down and when you looked at like new orleans with the it's, it's the issue with the levy like it was stuff that we knew see it they built the city on shortcuts you know what i'm saying they built the city you know without you know ethics really like saying like yo let's think about 100 years from now 200 years from now let's think about 300 years from now let's think about you know how the way we're building this structure will it will impact people and, and and they didn't think that all the way through, or they thought it through and just thought like, yo, whatever. Like, it, you know, a storm may come and may not come, and we see what happens. See, when that storm came, like it devastated. Like forever, New Orleans will be devastated. So I'm just saying, when I yeah, think- but how
2: do you make that? The, the, okay, so then I, I feel you, but how do you make the the? How do you differentiate between? Okay, like let's take a, a guy from the MLB who literally would have been out of a job. Like, I'm feeling what you're saying. You want some legendary stuff. But literally, if I don't take these performance-enhancing drugs, I probably won't be able to keep up, which means I'll be out the league and not making money. My family not, you know, eating, and I'm out the league. And ain't no legacy anyway. So how do you... You know, how do you differentiate between? You well, you know, know
1: you, and you know, I don't believe that, C. You know, I believe
2: that. I'm just saying. They yeah, might not no, no, Like, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to yeah, necessarily and, be a Hall of Famer without this. I'm and not, and, not, I might yeah, not even absolutely. be an All Star or in the league without yeah, this. Yeah,
1: but that's a mindset. And what you have to understand, C, is when you give 120% the right way, you will always have a job. You know, I'm, I'm just being 100, bro. Like, now, now, if what you're saying is like you're giving 70%, you're not getting up early. You're not putting in the grind. You're not putting in the work. Then you might be right. You might be out of a job. But here's the deal. See, eventually the dude on that stuff, he out of a job too. Like A-Rod was, like for real. A-Rod. Yeah, after a couple hundred
2: million, though. Yeah, you right. But I'm saying, <laughs> but,
1: but we got, but we got to be truthful. Even they are the anomaly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like everybody who was on the enhanced? No, no, no. Job. I'm
2: talking about the dude who might have been maybe on, on it that was like, you know, one of the last men on the roster. I ain't even talking about A-Rod and Mark McGuire and them. I'm talking about my man who was to get just a feeding edge. his family. Yeah, got a contract and was feeding his family, trying to get that competitive edge. Because just like it was Mark McGuire and them who needed it to hit 70-some home runs, there was somebody who needed it just to make the team. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and I, and, I'm and so be honest for that person, you. it's like, yo, I feel what you're saying, get 120, but the deck is stacked against me, and I think a lot of people, even in business and entrepreneurship, you know, you come in here, and it's a dog-eat-dog world. Like, for real, I, I don't know why. I just thought, like, on the street level, things happen a certain way, and then when you come to business, you know, there's these ethical principles and standards, but one of the things I've learned in entrepreneurship and just dealing with folks, like, I've seen some folks who I thought were straight up and down, just real people. I'm talking about cut people and do dirty You know, sideways stuff, and you know, we don't even let them play with us like that, so. We'll shut it down immediately. But I've just seen like some some snaky, sharky people, and it seems like everybody's doing it. And then you're trying to build your business on these ethical principles and standards, like we are. And honestly, it has cost us quite a bit of money. Like for for those of y'all listening, we could have done so many things that probably would have had us with ten times the money right now we have in our account. But we chose not to do it. And what I'm trying to get through to people today is, I really want you to explain how to go about doing that and how to not seek that immediate gratification and trust the process that in the long run things can work out for you because right now it seems like a viable option. And I'm not talking about taking a chance and putting your family in jail. No. I'm just talking about those 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 tiny corners you can cut to get that advantage and 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 you know maybe have to do a couple people sideways to get where you going. I'm not talking about Bernie Madoff and you know what I'm saying like any crazy thing like that. But just Not necessarily doing everything by the book and by the standards in which you set for yourself and believe in. Yeah, and
1: and again, I can't answer that, but I can just tell you, as for me in my house, at the end of the day, see, I'm really about what I say I'm about. You know what I'm saying? And it's not money. It's really, I'm about the people, bro. Like, I really feel like I've been been gifted. We've been gifted. We've been blessed with an opportunity, and I literally just want to help people get to that next level. So for me, it is. I look at it like this, Carl. You know, I'm, I I'll never forget Les Brown told his story about um, a gentleman who was, a—I guess he was a, like a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like not just a builder, see a contractor, but like a master builder and his, um, his CEO of that particular company was like, yeah, look, bro, I need you to do me a huge favor. Like, I'm going to need you to build this crib for me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it was for him or if he said it was for one of their top clients. You know, but he's like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to knock this out for me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna need you to do it almost like, you know, a favor, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Like, I give you a little something for it, but we're not about to make a whole lot of money off of this. This is just something we're gonna do, you know, as a charity thing or whatever. And they said, my man, you know, he did his thing. Like he's a master, you know, construction dude, like he, you know, what I'm saying carpenter, like he did his thing, but he cut a lot of corners. See, and it, I guess it took him maybe about eight months to a year to do the house. And so when he finished the house, he went to the, you know, to the CEO it was like, yo, I'm done, gave him the keys, CEO came to the crib. Like I said, it was subpar. Like it was a, you know, it was structural, it went in there, structural damage, but most of the um, equipment was inferior. You know, he cut some corners on some stuff and my man threw him the keys. The CEO threw the, 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 the master um, uh, carpenter the keys and he was like, yo, why are you throwing me the keys? He was like, yo, it's your crib.
2: Hmm. And he was yeah. stuck.
1: See, like what? He was like, yeah, that's your crib. He was like what you mean is my crib He said, like, he said no you, you, I gave I, g- I gave you an opportunity to build your house and he was like build my house you told me I was well you told me he's like not really that's not really what I told you you know what I'm saying you ain't really listen to me but that's your house and my man was hurt Because he was like, yo, had I known it was my crib, I would have used, you know what I'm saying? I would have used this, I would have used that. Uh That's what this video is
2: on you about when you make her sandwich. She said, how can you make it like you make yours? Oh,
1: Diddy, no. Uh Y'all don't know what he's talking about. So literally, like, I would make Diddy an egg sandwich at night. Like, I would make her an egg and whatever kind of sandwich, egg bacon, whatever it was, I'd make her. And Diddy would be like, yo, that don't taste like it tastes when you're making it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I'm like, what does that mean? She's like, I'm I'm just trying to tell you, like, it don't taste the same. So what she would say to me was, she would say to me, yo, go make me a sandwich like you're making it for yourself. You know, and so, (laughs) so see, it's so complex to answer your question, but the illustration of that story, see, is like, yo, I try when I'm dealing with people, see, I try to act like I'm doing it for myself, or I'm doing it for my yeah. brother. So when I'm doing it for you, see, I try like, yo, that's my brother. I try to when I'm doing something for Carl, like, yo, that's my blood brother. How would I treat my blood brother? You know what I'm saying? And so when I'm dealing with people, it's not, yo, we could get over on these people. You know what I'm saying? Like we could, we could do it wrong. No, you got, you got guys who. Like, you know, you look at different companies who have like these deals, see, they came up with the deal after another company, you know, outshine them or they did. No, we we said in the beginning, like, yo, you ain't got to deal with no contract. You come in, you don't like it, like, take like whatever, go like, I'm not tripping. Get your money back, you know. And so I guess that's the difference for me. See, I'm playing long ball in that. I'm thinking about the next 20 years and 30 years, like the people we deal with today, our children are going to have to deal with them tomorrow. And our grandchildren might have to deal with them, you know, a, a, a couple of generations from now. And so I just want to make sure that the bed we make and see is one that you can lay in and feel comfortable and not people see me on the street level and it's like, cause it's so funny, people will see me by myself. Like, where's your entourage? And I'm saying, like, yo, I'm just, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't need no bodyguard. I'm 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 not doing nobody shady. Like I'm not in no shady business. I'm not I'm not doing dirt. I'm doing right by people. So when people see me, anybody nobody trying to shoot me, they trying to hug me. You know what i'm saying they're trying to have a conversation with me they're trying to share their dreams so real hard to answer but my thing is if you build your house on sand eventually maybe it looked just as sweet in the beginning maybe it looked better but when that rain come when that storm come and it hit it bro i said again we still wearing number 42 and not the dodgers every team in the mlb is wearing that number, bro. And yes, you might put up six, uh, 60-some home runs in a season, 40-some home run, whatever. But if you do it the wrong way, see, eventually it's gonna come crashing down anyway.
0: Yeah, I was gonna jump in there, see. So the the the, the hurdle with doing it the short way is that at some point it reveals itself. Yeah. At some point it reveals itself. So because he used the house analogy, this is last night. Tamish and I got the kids to bed by like 9.30, so we actually had a minute to talk last night. And she just remembered like, so I, I think I shared this with with you, E, but see, well, you know, Tamisha's dad came up and did like a whole bunch of stuff on our house. Like he does contracting the front of our house, the material that they made it. And this is just common sense. You do any kind of geography or anything like that, you know, the direction that the sun rises and all that affects moisture levels so the material that
1: th- i love having carl on the line see i yeah, never knew that,
0: that. He kind of yeah of stuff. i'm I, like whoa
2: i'm I, I like never yeah knew I knew apparently that. i don't <laughs> have <laughs> no so yeah, yeah, yeah. right, i'm sitting right, there right. like what right i right, never right. thought about the direction the <laughs> right when i told him to build my crib <laughs> right, right put my back door on the front please <laughs>
0: right right thank you carl i'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> you're good so no the, the the way our house is the front doesn't get sun until like late evening at, a, at like at the side of the sun so again we in michigan the materials they built, like, the entire... So ain't front, that much
2: sun to begin with.
0: <laughs> well, right, yeah, for, off the cuff. The materials they built the house, the front of the house with, it's, like, all wood, and a lot of it doesn't seem to be treated wood. So you just got f- flat-out wood up there, and after time, the house probably, like, seven, eight years, I don't know how old now, but after time, this stuff just erodes, literally erodes. So, Tamisha's dad came, and when he was, like, he was like, yo, I'll fix all of it, don't even worry about it. But he started pulling stuff off, and hit like you could see on his face he came out he's like yo i don't don't know how to explain this to y'all but if y'all had waited through this next winter he did it last what was it it was this year or last year i remember but he's like if y'all waited one more year like your your top floor the erosion is like right at the edge of that top floor right now and one more year like your whole top floor would have started eroding in so you don't know what's happening but you walking inside and that sucker could have just busted down and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me! Somebody built the house, and it looks fine. See, right? It looks fine. It looks but fine. He went up there, see, and he took a screwdriver and literally just poked the screwdriver—not stab or nothing. Just like pushed the screwdriver, that sucker went straight through the material. So I'm saying, mm. for seven years, it lasted. Absolutely, it looked good. You know what I'm saying? You hit it. You hit the home runs for seven years. But at some point, your body is going to tell someone you. At some point, it's going to show up. And I don't know if you got a real strong backup plan when that starts to happen. If you see what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but you know, here lucky. goes the thing.
2: You got to look at it from the builder perspective. My man, like, look, I built it. I got paid. I'm out. I used a little cheaper material. I didn't I cut a couple corners. I got the check and I'm gone. And when guess what? When it's time to fix it, that ain't on him. That's on you.
0: Hey, but listen to this, though. Where is he gonna go build next? If anybody asks for reviews, he in a world of trouble. Because I'm not the only person that complained for this. I've heard other neighbors talk about it. And he gone, Carl. And just to, you know, I'm saying, see, there are people who get
1: away with it. See, you're absolutely right. That's why I said, yo, that's a part that I can't answer.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Because look, so so what happens? And I'm just and I'm like I said, devil's advocate. is my job on this podcast. So you got my man who was doing the building, who maybe was building them a little cheaper and maybe selling them, you know, whatever. Uh, a little cheaper than somebody else who was using all the you know great materials or whatever. But had he stepped his materials up, may not have been able to compete in that market and may have had to stop building seven years ago. Let alone if he out of business today, he might have made seven years worth of loot and been you know built up a nest egg. And hey, it wasn't the greatest, but I did what I could. Like what, like?
1: Yeah, you, I can't answer gotta, that. See, I, and I'm saying I can't answer that because. I, I, you know, I don't live in that world like that's not my philosophy. And, and, and to Carl's point, that guy is no longer building buildings in our subdivision. That guy is out of business. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't look that's at what it you as, think.
2: He built another crib Now he's like <laughs> he y'all subdivision he right down, he <laughs> down here in Atlanta.
0: He's down in Atlanta building yeah. right and, and I'm saying, <laughs> I,
1: and, and, and that's why I'm saying I can't answer that because there are people in life, see, who only want it, who are willing to risk success and, and have it for a couple weeks, but when you did, when you created the podcast, you, I mean the um, mixtape. Remember on the album, I said it's not for me. It's not about getting it. It's about keeping it. It's not about getting married. See, it's about staying married. It's not about having kids. It's about having a great relationship with my kids. It's not about having ETA. We've been doing TGIM almost ten years in running. Like it's not about getting it for us. It's about keeping it. So I can't speak to the dude who 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 who's, who's comfortable who as a you know, a different philosophy and he's comfortable with only three years of success or five years of success. I can't speak to him. I'm speaking to the people who want to run the numbers. See, they want to create a dynasty and not attain a dynasty. They want to be able to create a dynasty and give and pass that on from generation to generation.
0: See, I'm going yeah, no, if, if to say if my man's plan is to do it for five years and then go and start a golfing career, then absolutely it might be it might work out for him. But if you plan like he's saying, if you plan to keep building for a long haul at some point, this going to follow you around. At some point, somebody going to say something that like it's going to follow you around. At some point, it's going to come back to you. Like you can't just walk away from that. It's got to follow you.
2: Yeah, no doubt, man. I, I definitely feel you. I'm just trying to... Oh, you your know, question's I wa- asked. I wanna, yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to and see I'm it stuck, from the other see? side. And
1: I'm stuck. Like, I, I'm Because I'm
2: saying, I'm going to be honest. Most people, that's what most people do. And that, just to go back to how we started this, most people going to finish out that month on the food stamps and no, take no advantage doubt. of the system. Yeah. Before, because yeah. there's a loophole there that allows for it, right? They Like, already got the food stamps. So, again, it's not necessarily illegal to spend the rest of those should i turn them in probably so you know what i'm saying but you know at the end of the day you're trying to find a loophole like for real i can remember back in the day like yo it used to be people like yo we go to the zoo huh your your son just turned three on friday oh no they like (laughs) uh three and under i mean two two and under is free you like oh my man two still right Uh like i'm i'm saying it's not necessarily illegal it's a little white lie. But, you know, I didn't have to pay that $20 for my man, you know what I'm saying? And so there are people who live life that way, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of being like, yo, okay, cool, like, I'm going to be real. Every time I go to uh, self-checkout, I'm tempted, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know you got the organic joints, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the price between the organic avocados and the regular, and when I put them on the scale, it gives me a choice every time, organic or regular. And I'm like... I should just hit y'all with the regular just because I got to ring these out myself, so that's my surcharge for you know checking out <laughs> right, myself. Right, right. But only I always hit
0: organic anyway see. and pay the but extra. That. Okay, so I, I look,
2: I hate that I got to act like I'm the only human being on this podcast. Carla eat perfect. The devil don't <laughs> never tempt them. They good. They got only, all the morals in the world. Ain't nobody all, ever. But, ain't nobody else avocado, ever thought of organic bringing organic. up your avocados <laughs> as uh, you. bananas. I, you know what I'm saying?
1: Hey, I can come up with some other stuff that I've done. And we will mention that but, that, but I never even thought of that. I'm like, unbelievable.
2: <laughs> bro. I'm talking, I was there yesterday, bro. And I put it up on the screen. And it was, you know, it like search by name. So I put in A, V, I'd like to go to Avocado. Uh, and then boom, it came up. And it was four different options from highest to lowest. And I sat there and I had the highest quality avocados you can get. And I promise you, I wanted to put in, uh, this is a potato, no, no an Idaho potato.
1: That. Hey, here's the yep. a, a sad part, though. I'm going to think about that the next time I go <laughs> <First> time <now. laughs> to the thing. But hey, see, yeah. I, did, I wanted to say this, though. And, it, you know, this, this is, you know, of course, you know, much higher level of thinking. But I can say that I believe what Didi did, you reap what you sow. You know, so for mm-hmm. me, I feel like. With Didi saying that, she really put us in a position where we have, see, from that day forward, and stuff happens, and so we can't, you know, so we got to be cautious of, you know, how I say what I'm about to say, but Didi put us in a mind state of we're not, we're not relying on anybody else from this day forward. Doesn't mean we can't get help, but our go-to is not going to be to have somebody else look out for it, and it changed everything, see, like, it changed my, you know for real i was can i say settle bro like we i knew we had a check and i told you and and, and okay so good this is for c and that we're not perfect because remember <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 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 in you're in your 30s Finally. I'm, I'm, are we no, about I'm to get confession <laughs> out of ET? No, no, no no all i'm Finally. saying is what c for c fails to recognize is that when he hits his 40s, almost 50s, he's gonna be a different person. So let's go back in my 30s see, so we can compare apples to apples. Cause we compare apples to oranges right now. Uh, I'm off no yeah. No yeah. No yeah, avocados. <laughs> avocados
2: to bananas, right?
1: So so in my 30s, right? Uh, so um so so what what you know, so what Diddy's thing was though, was, you know, like um somebody else could use this money. But for me, I'm thinking like, yo. This is a guaranteed like rent because I wasn't using it. See at that time for food, it was food stamps, but they would give us a check and the check happened to be for the exact amount of my rent. And what I didn't realize see by Taking the money and not having Didi mindset. Remember what I told you. That was Didi that took it back. I never said I took it back. That was Didi. I never said, I never said one moment i ever thought about giving them their money back. I'm going to let that sucker run out. We're going to let that sucker run out to they this call This is a us. blessing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right, right, Who am I right? to deny the right. state's blessing
1: right. to me? No, no. And I prayed about it. So I knew it was a blessing, right? <laughs> but but what, what Didi did for me that I didn't realize was as long as that 285 was coming to pay that rent, see, I was chilling. I had a a safety net, see? And that's why I'm saying sometimes you just gotta do it on your own. You can't let people do certain things for you because it does take away that initiative sometimes. It does take away that bite. And, And I believe it is the initiative, it is that bite that separates us, see? I think we all born with certain gifts. I think we all born with at least one talent. I think we all have opportunities. Some of us just have a greater bite than others. Some of us just we, we're hungry. Like I'm being real. You know, I look at I, I look at, you know, some entertainers or like Michael Jordan. And I think with Michael Jordan, this is this is probably unfair. This is probably why I always say Michael Jordan is better than, you know, most basketball players that ever played. And, and, and I guess, you know, see, we talk stats. But I gotta be real. Sometimes I don't think I'm being fair when I talk about Michael Jordan because I'm not comparing uh, stats to stats. I'm not comparing years to years. Now that I sit here and really think about it, I always say MJ is better, and it it's not the six rings. It's that dog. It's that dog that I'm that I'm really talking about, and I'm really not talking about how many NBA finals he's won or MVPs or you know scoring titles. Like now that I think about it i'm really saying michael jordan is that best dog that ever played the game is is the is the most you know the hungriest person i've ever seen in my life to win a championship and not be settled to win six in a row and to have this insatiable desire to win another one you you know what i'm saying and so i think what didi was saying to me is like yo you losing that dog like you sitting on the couch you playing video games like in your mind you feel like our rent is paid so you good And when that and when that was taken away from me, see, it made me fight in a way that I had never fought before. And so I guess I'm saying when you cut corners, you have to be careful because when you cut corners and and, and you're building yourself up in one area with that juice, you know, with with, with those steroids, you killing something else, though, that's in you that if you relied on that, maybe that could take you to the next level. I don't know, you know, I I, I can't say for certain, but I just want to say we need to be cautious, man, because when you lose that dog, when you lose that fight, you know, when people give you certain things and you have that spirit of entitlement and you're not getting up and going after it, it could be dangerous because I think it's that dog that gets us certain things and not just our skill set, not just our talent, not just our ability when that dog kick in. I feel like it takes you to a whole other level.
2: Of all the funny things that he has told us about his past, Carl, I think the hardest one for me to wrap my mind around is he sitting around playing video games. Video games, yeah, no. I doubt. just like, every all time day. you say that, yeah. I try to visualize it, and I just can't even see like you playing video games. Like that's a hilarious thing to picture,
0: mm. Um but. You know, it still t- was speaking there right or not yet yeah oh, i was speaking. speaking yeah
1: i was speaking of wow. course because i started when i was 1920 but it was wow. a different speaking hey it was it was a safari i'm waiting for the uh i'm waiting for the uh, uh the um the, whatever you call my man, the, the, the keeper of, of the safari, i went waiting for my man to br- throw, throw me in that meat, and he was bringing it. You know what I'm saying? I was getting it every month, and I was waiting for my man to eat that joint. I, I, and Diddy was like, "Uh-uh, we about to go to the Serengeti, and we about to go get our own food." And I'm like, "Okay, you I guess that's out
2: how." Get out of here, and yeah. get it on your own. Yeah, I guess that's the oh. way. <laughs> wow. Well, look, man, if you if you looking to not cut corners, man, and do it the right way, yeah, yeah. Um, go with PayPal, man. Let me tell you something, <laughs> PayPal. But it's, again, I do it every time, don't yeah, I? I love hey, it. Hey, smooth, smooth. Yeah, butter. that way. Butter. <laughs> Load on the check like a Segway. Um, <laughs> this segment is brought to you by PayPal. PayPal now has a special 550 k offer for our listeners, right? PayPal understands that running a business is complex and time-consuming, and it requires a lot of upfront capital, which is why PayPal Working Capital is offering you the opportunity to boost your cash flow. All right, so boost it with a $5,000 business loan from PayPal Working Capital for a limited time. Accept $50,000 in payments with PayPal and get pre-selected for a $5,000 business loan with no credit check or personal guaranteed require. All you have to do is follow these basic steps, all right? Sign up for PayPal business account and start accepting payments within 60 days, process at least 50,000 in payments and apply for PayPal working capital within 240 days. If approved, your funds will be deposited into your PayPal account automatically. For additional terms and conditions to apply for the 550k promotion, please visit paypal.com/success more information that's paypal.com slash success for more information and shout out to paypal for being a loyal sponsor of the podcast we appreciate you guys um i want to take this just uh in in another direction because as we're talking it reminds me and i don't remember carl you have to help me i think it was a sermon maybe you preached uh last week um but here's the thing having good morals and and values and all of those things in and of itself is also not gonna make you a millionaire and not going to take you to that next level in business. And I remember you were preaching. And you were like, you had this moment where you were like, God, I'm doing everything right. I'm tithing, I'm, I'm getting up, I'm worshiping, I'm reading my Bible, I'm being a good father and a good husband and I'm not having this success. And you talked about how that in itself is not going to guarantee you success either. So talk to the people out there that feel like, man, I'm a good person E. I'm listening to the podcast I'm you know I'm going to school or I'm, I'm in business you know I got my wife I'm doing right you know what I'm saying I'm living my life right and I'm still not having that success and they feel like man how is it that I'm doing all of this right and I'm still not blowing up
1: yeah I, you know I liken it to see a dude who's bench pressing you know what I'm saying you bench pressing you're doing pull up I'm, okay let's just go with bench pressing you're doing push-ups and Carl, you going in the mirror every day, like, what's wrong with my abs?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you eat you, you know you're doing a protein ain't shake, bro. You doing happening. I'm talking about, bro, you doing push-ups. See, you know I had that I'm moment saying?
0: this morning. I put my t-shirt on and that sucker was so loose I felt my arm like, yo, yeah, what? I just I swore <laughs> I just did some push-ups, and it ain't nothing happening. But, but you've been praying though.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have been praying, you have been going to church. And I, but I'm saying, see, just in a nutshell to make it real simple. You know you you if you're doing push-ups you will you're going to see your triceps maybe biceps you know your chest muscles you go you you, you will see those muscles you know uh increase you know and, and 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 you'll see you know some results depending on you know the technique or whatever how you do what you do but you're not going to really see what you you know like what you would get if you did squats or you're not going to see abs why because you're not concentrating on that area and i think that's what i was doing wrong I was concentrating on the spiritual and God was saying, you reaping what you sow. Like, look who you brought in your life. You got C in your life from being moral. It's a moral dude. You got Carl in your life. It's a moral dude. You got dudes willing to work for you and you ain't even like physically. Like, they're not getting a paycheck per se. So how are you able to pull it off? Because you you moral, bro. These dudes know they could trust you. And so you're getting what you get when you're trustworthy. You're getting what you get when you say you're going to do something. Okay, real quick, guys, because I forgot the last six podcasts to talk about this. But I, I was um I was me and Didi when we were in Clearwater for our um our our um our anniversary and her birthday celebration, I got up early in the morning and went to um remember I told you guys I went to the ER. I thought something was wrong with me when my girl told me it was just a man called. The man called. Right. Call. <laughs> right, the man called. But, but but what what was so funny, guys, is I, I didn't take any money with me and I told the dude You know, the valet dude at three in the morning, like, yo, what time you get off work? He was like seven. I was like, I'm going to bring you a tip when I come back. But you know how it is. See, when you say it, you mean it with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. You mean it. Like, bro, I got you, right? So I was, you know, the ER, bro. It was three of us in there, bro. Why does it take three hours for three people? Like, I'm not really sure what's going on, but took almost three hours. You got to check that
0: insurance and make sure it's oh, valid. For sure. Oh, they got to check that, that. They gotta Carl, that.
1: I never thought about that. Uh-huh. That's what they in that insurance. <laughs> so I get back to the hotel, and y'all know the drill. I see my man, he take the car. I go up to the room. You know what's on my mind, like, yo, bro, I... That was three hours ago when I told my man I was going to give him a tip. In my mind, see, I'm like, bro, I promise you I don't feel like walking back down. I was on the eighth floor. I don't feel like walking back downstairs and giving my man no tip. Long story short, I went back downstairs and I gave him a tip. I say that to say I attracted you guys because I do what I say I'm going to do. So you you guys trust me. You know what I'm saying? But that has nothing to do with business. And I'm going to have Carl give you guys an example because – I want Carl to tell us, let's just say, Carl, I don't know how our our Instagram blew up. Like what were some of the things that um, when you, you know, when you looked at the uh, analytics, like what were some of the things that they said that we needed to do and 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 this is why I want you guys to hear because praying would help me in my spiritual life. Fasting was helping me in my spiritual life. Reading who moved my cheese helped -hmm. me with my mindset. The five love languages helped me with my marriage. That has absolutely nothing to do with taking the podcast or taking um, our Instagram or taking our Twitter page to the next level. So let's talk explicit knowledge now, Carl, because the knowledge for marriage don't spill over to business. So yeah, so let's talk about what we did specifically to take maybe our social media to the next level.
0: Yeah, so I'm just saying the first thing you gotta do, I mean, you gotta be attractive. That's the, 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 the word, the key word that I use. People need to be drawn to your content, first of all, It's not just, so the the main thing that we stayed away from was selling, 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 selling. You know, a lot of people come on, the first thing you see is like, hey, you love this lifestyle, don't you? You see me with the pool or whatever. We we wanted nothing close to that. So we wanted to make sure that when you came to our stuff that you got great content, but you felt like somebody cared for you. Okay, so that's cool. That's the moral part that we established. But then there's simple things that you gotta do. You gotta make sure you get people coming back. So you want to put content out there that, okay, like part one, you know what I'm saying? Part two, like there's just tangible stuff you got to do. You got to... And EU blanket in social media but there are different strategies for each one you don't do the same thing on Twitter that you do on Instagram they are different platforms you don't do the same thing on Facebook they are different demographics you got to study the demographics of each platform to know you know who's on the platform who's um what age group you know what 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 professions are more likely to be on this what gender is more likely to be on this platform so Instagram is largely female I don't know if people know that so hence a lot of the the imagery you know that you see on Instagram so it's a whole different like ball game how you approach it than just like you said, just being moral and being good and having Absolutely. great ideas and sharing. Absolutely. It's a
1: whole strategy Absolutely. behind it. Yeah. And so I just go back to say then, see that the, the, that I had this thought process that if I prayed, if I went to church, if I did right by my wife, if I did right by my children. And it was like that has nothing to do with his son. Three o'clock in the morning, I heard him say, like, you need to read books about. A business. You guys need to go to professional development, corporate training. We just had two train, bro. This has never happened in my life as a CEO. We had two trainers. We had Chris come in on Friday, and then on Monday we had a, uh-huh. another. I think another Chris. Another Chris. Yeah. Another Chris. The weekend to Chris. So, you know what I'm saying? So one Chris came in on Friday and really did an assessment of the group. Like we read great, good to great. So who is on our team? You know, what seats are available on the bus? Who should be on the bus? Again, what seat should they be sitting in on the bus? How, who should be driving the bus? How fast should the bus be going? What's the specific direction of the bus? So that was just people. And then when we met with the other Chris on Monday, that wasn't anything about any personnel. You know, who does this and who does that? The, the one we did on Monday was all about the company. Like, what does the, where's the, the holes and the gaps in the company? And what do we do to fix that? So guys, I just realized, like, yo, E, you can pray as much as you want and you're probably gonna be a very very moral person you could take care of Didi all you want to and you're probably gonna be seen as a great husband by her but to make money there's an explicit knowledge that you need to make money and that's what I realize see that you can't while they touch each other they don't always spill over to each other
0: hmm.
2: got it Yeah, no, and and I guess and I'm not even on um, just give the guy guess give the people an encouraging word though who because I, I feel what y'all saying but I'm talking about the people who have the skill Right, they're doing the right things, you know, in their mind, but they're still getting lapped by Ex- explicit, you know, that explicit, person that's yeah. cutting corners. You know, what I'm, I'm not yeah. talking about you just praying and you ain't doing nothing. Like you don't know your your line of business. I'm talking about you praying and you feel like you're doing the right thing. You still not winning. What, okay, then then you need to look at
1: us and you need to you need to look at us and say, Yo, I remember when ET them first came out, and I remember you know the stuff that they were doing and some of the other. Maybe people that were out when they were out because let's be real. See, I'm not going to call no names, but there were motivational speakers or there were individuals who were what you might want to call social media sensations. When we came out with the guru story that you don't hear about today. And there's some that are out now that it might appear that these people you know, are, are running circles on us, but you see we're doing it the right way, and you keep every year. You, uh, it was so funny, somebody hit me with, yo, E, I just heard you on it, the, and then I heard you on her, and E, was that you on the Wingstock commercial? Like, E, was that? You know, I'm, See, I'm getting so many texts from that commercial. It's unreal, but what we're showing people is, number one, we're not trying to keep up with the Joneses, we're trying to keep up with us. So if the right, one thing you right. know about CJ C C, is the only one that may be going out and looking at our competitors and seeing what some of the good things that they're doing Some of the things that you know, maybe we don't want to mimic that may be good that they're doing But we don't want to mimic but what C has taught us as a company that ain't y'all job I don't want y'all out here studying like C might go to their conference or C might, you know uh, uh, Read some of their material, but he got us focused on Hey Y'all do those videos Hey y'all you make sure you do the Tuesday power up E make sure you know you mic'd up like we not on that and so what we what we've been taught is like yo I'll be I, I'm driving the bus y'all don't worry about that Y'all worry about when you sitting on the bus doing what y'all supposed to do so we laser focus on us We're not watching nobody else We're not concerned about what other people are doing. We are mastering our lane, knocking our lane out the box, and we're doing it the right way. And our numbers keep growing, our fan base, our family keeps growing, our opportunities keep getting deeper. So I would just say to that person, if you're doing the right thing and you don't see the results that you want, it's only a matter of time. And Carl, man, let me tell you something. I think CJ, um, I don't know if you said it or, uh, my biological father said it. But when I moved into my neighborhood, it was just me and one other house. If somebody came to my house and was like, yo, y'all done built up not only this block and that block. Now y'all got a whole nother subdivision in your subdivision. So just give it time. Keep laying the bricks. Keep doing what's right. And you're going to wake up one day and yeah, you're going to be further and, than you Can you, you speak
2: thought. to this? Because I, here's the thing. And I'm just being real. This is just facts. Like, you know, from my observation, right? And Ian Carl, y'all can speak to this one of the things that you know from from my spiritual folks and my folks who are doing it the right way one of my frustrations is um when we go around these dudes who are maybe you know a bit unscrupulous who you know have you know uh, defects in their character and stuff like that one thing i could say about them if i can give them a compliment right now they go hard in the paint with their shadiness right they go hard i'm talking about these dudes grind like they not playing no games like every day they wake up like How can we get over on people? And they put now systems. They got doggone uh, analytics. They got everything. And for us, uh, those of us who try to do it like in this, you know, um, um, you know, real moral manner and stuff like that. Sometimes I feel like that like people think that equates to being soft E where it's like, Uh. you know, you kind of just you passive about it. It's like, no. We found that balance. You you have to tell the people that. We found that balance between doing it morally and still going hard and getting everything that, you know, we would have for us, the Lord would have for us. We went hard for that. Like, we still go hard for that. Like, we wake up every day and grind towards that. And I feel like some of my people on, you know, this side of the ball, we kind of ho-hum about it. But, like, yo, you still got to get up and go after it with everything you got. You still got to get every penny that's owed to you, right? We're not saying because you... You know, spiritual, you can't, you know, make money, whatever. But I feel like sometimes, you know, that part of it kind of makes people See. soft. And I think you more than and I'm t- I'm not going to take any credit for it. He is obviously our leader and the one who got us on that mentality, but we go hard in the paint, bro. And we're not about to let you because you shady. You're not about to outwork us. You're not about to outgrind us, outthink us, nothing. So while you thinking of how to get over on people, we thinking just as hard how we can be a blessing to people. Can you speak on that real quick no, before no. we No, no. See, this?
1: And, and this is what I meant earlier when I said I do apologize that I don't always, you know what I'm saying, communicate like the lowest common denominator. But that's what Didi said. Didi said to me, why do you think when when we say when we pray and we ask God for a blessing, why do you think that means we got to wait? Why do you think that means we got to wait on another source to bless us? Why do you think that means that we got to be on food stamps? Didi was like, yo, we, we needed it for a minute. But she was like, yo, I want you to shift your thinking. What I want you to see is that the blessing that God has for us, a part of that blessing is going after it and getting it. And so if you get up early, if we do what we're supposed to do, if we're in school and we take care of our school business. Look, the thing I respect about Didi, when everybody else did what the teachers told them to do, the professors told them to do, you know, they graduated, got their degree. Didi was one of the only ones that passed her bar on the first time. Why? Because Didi said, okay, they did their part, but now I'm going to go to the other university and I'm going to study the NCLEC with them. So what this school uh, helped us to get our degree. Didi went and studied with the other big university and t- and paid and paid see, to take the course. Everybody else is like, we're well, we gonna take the test anyway. Why we gotta take the? Why we gotta pay to take the test? Like we've already been in school. Didi was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm going to pay and I'm gonna take this test for. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it wasn't six months. Maybe it was six weeks, three months. I don't remember. I just know she passed on the first time. And what Didi taught me in the flesh was well, sometimes when you spiritual, you get this. I'm waiting on G. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a wait thing, and I can't <laughs> explain it. But it, it Jesus almost is coming comes home up, on Tuesday, so I got to class. No, I'm being for real. See, like if he coming back anyway, what difference do you know what I'm saying? Like why, why, why grind? He coming back next week. He coming back in six months. You know what I'm saying? So it don't even make sense to start this degree, or you go get the degree, but you don't do it with the vigor, like you don't do it with the tenacity of somebody that feel like he ain't never coming. You know what I'm saying, like he ain't never coming. And, and so I'm saying you gotta strike that balance. But I've learned like, yo, E, it doesn't, when you spiritual, when you a good person, you're trying to be moral, it does not mean wait on stuff. It doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying, that you sit back and you wait on a blessing, it means you go out and you know as a lion when you go out, it's some gazelle somewhere. And you know if you go walk three or four miles, you're gonna meet the gazelles. That And, and, and y'all heard the story before, but I'll never forget when Bob told me, Bob came over to the crib, my car was broke down, I was in a very, you know, uh, a dark place, you know, like C said, I had been doing the right thing, I hadn't really seen it. I was working at the Olive Garden, kinda tired of kinda doing that a little bit. And I'll never forget, Bob was like, what you doing? I'm like, yo, Bob. my car." Broke down. He's like, I thought you had to be to work at 12. I was like, I do. He's like, yo, bro, It's 11 o'clock. Like what you doing? And I'm like, yo B, I ain't got no transportation I'm gonna have to call in whatever. He was like, yo walk. I was like, yo B, that's bro I can't walk all the way there. He said who said you had to walk all the way there But you think you're gonna get a ride from in here You think somebody <laughs> uh-huh. gonna give you a ride from your living room, bro? Ain't nobody come 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 knock on the door And say yo, E, you want a ride to work? He was like, yo, put on your uniform, put on your shoes and go walk. I promise you, God is my witness, bro, on everything I love. I start walking up, I think it's Jordan Lane. I start walking up Jordan Lane. There's a Stanley O's, and there's a church across the street. As soon as I got to the top of the hill, bro, somebody pulled over, like, yo, E, what up? I'm like, what up? They're like, where you going? I'm like, yo, I need to ride to work. There's like, I got you. And so I'm just saying what C is saying, if you, if you if, if, if you out there and you feel like stuff ain't happening, like don't make that make you quit. Go harder, three o'clock in the morning. We're doing videos in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, we're doing conferences, we're doing podcasts, we're doing commercials, we're doing mixtapes, we're doing books, we're doing kids' books. Like we, whatever it takes, we'll do whatever it takes. And so don't let your frustration make you stop. Make your frustration keep pressing and keep going and just know, like C said, we're not competing, like, for real. We talk to talk, but we're competing against ourselves. And I'm telling you, your day is going to come, but it's not going to come if you quit.
0: Hey, at the, nope. at the Tech Control event, you said something huge, or one of y'all, I don't remember which one it was. It was probably me. It was No, no, <laughs> <laughs> You know the I don't it was me. it was deep, it was I don't me. Know if y'all remember the dude that was saying he shared his idea and he was like, you know, well, I'm trying to do this and all that, and whichever one of y'all it was, it was like, yo, what are you waiting for? Is it permission? Like, are you are you asking me for permission? And I think right. that's that's something right. that a lot of people, right. you know, kind of get stuck with. So right after we left meeting with Chris on Monday, I sat down with the staff we ate and we had that discussion. And literally, and just for for you listening, we got some people in the company that you know have other skill sets. Of course, we need a particular role done, but for whatever reason we've stopped doing the other role that we like or the other thing that we have that skill set for because we've kind of like, you know, pigeonholed ourselves. Okay, I'm doing customer service, so I'm gonna handle customer service. I'm like, okay, when customer service is done, you know, at a certain time of the day, what are you doing? Like we live in Lansing, I ain't trying to be funny. Y'all ain't got a whole lot of activities to be doing outside of it, but, it's like, what are you doing? Like, what extra things could you be doing? Like, if you like doing something else, why aren't you putting an hour or two extra in that at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why aren't you, like, and these are, I mean, great. See, I was like, wow, like, great ideas. Like, great ideas from the media side. Hey, I was thinking that we could do this. And I'm like, well, why aren't we doing that? And great people. And, and great, great oh, people. Phenomenal people, no question on that. But it's like, yo, the hurdle is, it's almost like some of us are waiting for permission from somebody else to do the thing that you love to do, to do the thing that you want to do, that you're passionate about. You don't have to wait. I promise you, an hour a day. Dedicate that, if nothing else. 30 minutes a day. Start somewhere on the thing that you know you're passionate about. I don't care what job you have. I don't care how many kids you have. Honestly, find that 15 minutes. I'm saying whatever time you can put to it, you find the five, you find the 10, you find the 15, and dedicate that 15 minutes to doing that thing. And I'm telling you, like E. saying, just build. Just build and build. You can't Lose. You cannot lose with that. You just keep building, but you do not need permission from anybody on planet Earth to do what you're doing. Nothing.
2: You, n- you know what else you can't lose with? Organify. W- <laughs> Organify. <laughs> you cannot lose <laughs> with Organify, guys. So here's the deal to truly thrive in all areas of your life, you know you cannot ignore the importance of health. All right. We've learned that firsthand. And for many of us, time is our most valuable asset. This is why we love Organifi Green Juice, and organic superfood green juice powder. You just add water and get your greens anytime. When you invest in your health, you gain more time because you have more energy and focus throughout the day. The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes good. And for our listeners, we have a special deal so you can try it yourself. Use the code SUCCESS at Organifi.com to receive 20% off your order. That's promo code SUCCESS at Organifi.com to receive 20% off your order. Uh, Again, Organifi is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Use the code SUCCESS to receive 20% off. Listen, guys, go try it. I keep telling you, it's going to put your energy up, your mental clarity. I didn't have it. I was on struggle when we were back in Michigan over the weekend i forgot to grab it some kind of way we packed up and i felt the difference man i definitely didn't feel mm-hmm. like i was uh as sharp as i had been just by you come know, to my crib day, next man. time come to my crib <laughs> yeah. next we time, time. Got play. yeah take yeah, yeah. I no you, i didn't bro. you know i didn't even have time i was Dead. like lord i would have brought you so. some over hey yeah i, w- I wish you could we were in detroit but i was hurt i left it man just because uh like i said i'm on it three times a day now i told y'all you yeah. know morning noon and night. I'm making sure I'm hitting it, man, and um, I'm feeling great. So shout out to Organifi. I'm actually getting ready to push my reorder button because uh, I'm getting low over here, man. But um, Organifi.com, guys, promo code success. Check it out. Get yourself that energy and that clarity you need. Um, I know Jeez. some people, man, around 2, 2.30, 3 o'clock, you start feeling a little sluggish. Um, man, get on this Organifi, man, and, and, uh, take your stuff to the next level. And shout out to everybody who's been hitting me saying that they're trying it and they're loving it. I've been getting text messages. We've been getting emails from people saying, yo, the Organifi is dope. Uh, thank you for recommending this. So go check it out yourself. Um, real quick. Uh, oh, you, 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 kind of, you kind of breezed by it, but, uh, I'm sure the people heard it. Maybe some people have heard it. And I promise y'all, y'all gonna hear y'all probably gonna get tired of hearing it, um, throughout the next couple months. Um, because it's football season, but did I hear you say you were uh, on a Wingstop commercial? Yeah, Wingstop commercial. Yeah. yeah, Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, The vegan, the vegan tap is back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying?
2: Hey,
1: somebody called. Somebody called Didi out on uh, on uh, Facebook yesterday. Somebody was like, "Yo, Didi, was that E.T.?" on the commercial. So, you know, Diddy, you know, Diddy don't know nothing about no commercial. She don't know what's going on. So Diddy was like, you know, trying to find it. It was like, oh yeah, that is him. And she was like, yo, I thought he was a vegan. She said, he, hey, hey, here's what Diddy said. Diddy said he got to pay for his vegetables some kind of no Oh, way. no doubt.
2: <laughs> hey, but oh. you know what I said? You got, you got reparations on the chicken too. Like oh, come you, the on. chicken has been good to you oh, for 40 some years. i be good, How to, dare you. You? good to you, to you, Cause you've been a vegan for, to you. Uh, <laughs> for four days. For four <laughs> Yes. You feel I've been me? a vegan four days. Uh, you want to deny the chicken and all he's done for you in you your life? You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got <laughs> a
1: special relationship with that with that bird, boy. You know, so um, <laughs> hey, but shot, but but also, you know, what C said was so important, and we'll get to this. You know, maybe we'll get to the Mayweather-McGregor fight. You know, at some point. But you know, one of the things that I think I want to make sure that the listeners catch from this is that guys, when you, for real, are good at what you do, you don't take corners, you don't you, you don't cut corners, guys. Look at what we're doing. We went from, you know, doing free videos, and I, man, shout out C to all of our fam, whether it's blood fam, or you fam through BU, or fam through the book, or the video. I was with Jameis the other day, and he was like, you know, me and Didi, and uh, we were together with him and his girl, and we were having prayer and stuff, and. Uh, you know, he said to Didi, I feel like, you know, through the book, I know y'all. He was like, I know it's the book and everything. But there's so many people out there, see, that feel like they know us and we fam and they call. Yo, uh-huh. did, did, did you do you know that yeah, you met? Ma- you know how many calls I got? Do you know they stole your voice? E, You know, what think about, you know saying, E, they got they stole you. Make sure you get that check yeah, for a low you know? price.
2: They stole it for a low, low you price. Know,
1: so so I just want to encourage all of you out there to doing your thing and you're not taking shortcuts man look at us man for real look at us as a model and now we are in other you know spaces you know in other genres we done went from a mixtape bruh you know to an album an album to doing commercials and you know on other artist stuff you know I, I, I might be see oh man I'm gonna I'm kill myself that I can't think of my man's name uh, oh y'all gonna kill me what's my man's name um, who used to do all the the, the uh, hooks um, he recently passed. He's from uh, L.A., Oakland. He used to Nate do all Dog. Nate Dog. I might be the new Nate uh-huh. Dog. <laughs> oh, come, new- <laughs> come on, regulator. Come on, regulators. I might be the new uh-huh. Nate
2: Dog. <laughs> it's uh-huh. the G Funk bro. <laughs> what? That was my joint yeah, right there. You couldn't yeah. tell me nothing about that. I used to have that on repeat. Um, nah, man. It, you know, I, I, hey, I'm just grateful for myself. Uh, that I've stayed on you about doing voiceovers oh, man, no used doubt. to I'm oh, talking about oh, he used right, to cuss rough. me out oh, like oh, that was no that was like our no. main source oh, of contention
1: not, oh no questions asked no, no shortcuts. questions asked
2: <laughs> yeah I'm talking about he used to be like see I'm just saying bro I'm an off the cuff speaker I speak from the heart how
0: you got me reading these scripts I don't care hey. how much it is I remember, well, you come over here and try it then. Come read it. It's in your oh, head. Yeah. I can't right, get it out of right. your head. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That was, hey, that was the breaking point right there. That's when I knew I broke it. That's when he was like, you come do it. See, you got all the ideas <laughs> and all the answers. Yeah. And now we, uh, yeah. And now, and let me tell you something. For 15 seconds, my, my, my. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad yeah, I S- stayed on the way it. to greatness. At one, Daniel's son became Mr. Miyagi oh, no for question. once in the relationship. No question, I was able to get on you about. That. but uh, we're talking uh, about that uh, later on, man, because I actually said do want yeah, and Daniel said, <laughs> <fought>. <laughs> hey, I do want to talk about that in depth, because, um, and we don't have time now, but we want to, we, we have some lessons and some takeaways from the Mayweather-McGregor Absolutely. fight, um, that we'll, you know, we need a whole podcast for that, and so, uh, I do want to jump into Ask ET, of course, brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com, we got a special, special thing that E and I been working on Um, The last few weeks, which we're going to tell you guys about in the coming weeks, but an opportunity with Breathe University uh, that's just going to be tremendous for our current students, uh, as well as, you know, those of you who decide to join us here shortly. So, breatheuniversity.com. Make sure you come check us out, man, and check out what we're building. Guys, um, we got quite a few questions. I want to find the best ones. Um, Let's go. uh, Oh, before we do that, I would. I, I do. We, we didn't say it last week because I guess we got busy and forgot. Let me get your initial thoughts because there's a few questions in there from people about what you guys think about the Cleveland Boston trade. So let's get oh, our PTI yeah. on for a quick second.
0: Oh, uh, yeah,
1: shocked, bro. I mean, I'm just gonna be real, bro. I was shocked, you know, but I will say this. Um, if it happens, is it going to happen, See, Because I heard
2: well, Kyrie. Well, I, I think it's still going to happen, but there was some uh, some concerns with the physical, but let's, I don't know. I think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, so so I guess for me, you know, and remember what I told y'all, man, Kyrie was one of those, um, one, one of the athletes that I met that really had an impression upon me. You know, but here's a kid, you know, who uh, I think at that time he might have been, I probably spoke to them his freshman year and his sophomore year and I just remember how locked in he was and I don't know if you remember see but he actually went on Twitter and made a comment afterwards Uh and and I just remember how he was like had the eye of a tiger man and he was just like so focused on every word and you could just see that competitive nature in that winner you know and my thing is you know, when you're when you're when you're a leader like that, a winner like that, you know, you do think about you know your future and what you know what you want to leave as a legacy in the league. And so I, I commend him because I felt like you know you know with LeBron going to Miami and then LeBron coming back, there's rumors that he may not stay based on the relationship that he has you know with ownership. You know, so I'm like yo, I feel Kyrie in that I'm not going to allow my career. To be predicated on the decisions that LeBron makes, I want to be in control. You know, of my career, I want to be in control of my destiny. So for me, you know, I don't know how the trade is really going to work out, who benefits, who doesn't. But uh, I, I do, a, uh, 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 you know, just ask somebody who is really deep about personal freedom and that whole nine. And the way the market is going this year, I, I felt that he made a good decision. We'll see ten years from now if it's the, if it was the best decision. But. I think he made a good decision in saying I want to
0: control my own destiny. So I kind of, I kind of went half of where he went and from a different perspective though, um, and what I mean by that is, so you, you, you in a situation where, and no disrespect to LeBron, but LeBron is the king. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's like two or three other players on the team are under LeBron's uh, sports agency. So you were in a situation where literally, you know, he's controlling the team. And again, no disrespect. I don't think he's doing anything to hurt the team. But from the perspective of at some point, you know, little brother want to make his own decisions. You know what I mean? Like you can't always be little brother. You know what I mean? Like at some point you want to grow up and feel like you got control of your own destiny. So that part of what he's saying, I completely agree with. But then see, I kind of flip. Like, can you imagine? I just go back. Can you imagine Pippen like, okay, I'm out, Jordan. Like, I don't care what we did. What it look like, like I'm out. Uh, there's still that part of it that I'm struggling with. Like, man, y'all have done so much together. Y'all have created this thing, and Quiet as Kip. It's still the best opportunity to me. That duo is still the best opportunity to to, to have a chance at doing anything in the East Coast. Like, other than that, I'm pretty much shutting the East down. I'm North saying, what down. do you have to gain, though? What, what do you have to gain if you win another championship with LeBron
1: James? Like, what do you have to gain? Yeah, Kobe and – I'm sorry. Uh, Le, um, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen did everything together. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, LeBron won one with Bosh and Wade. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's not even like it's going to go down in history that they were the best duel ever. It, LeBron mm. already won with Dwayne du- du- Wade. So I'm just saying, to me, what do you seek to gain if you win three championships – under LeBron's umbrella, you know what I'm saying. What, what does Kyrie get for that hey, in terms of, when of like, What enough. do you
2: get for going to Boston and finishing <laughs> right, second I thought in when it was
1: enough. Right. Yeah. Right, but yep. here's the deal, saying. though. But here's the deal, though. See, LeBron ain't gonna be around forever.
0: So maybe you okay, do. Okay. Then why not just stay there and take over when Until he leaves? He leaves. That's what I was.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Hello. LeBron could I be gone next year. the smartest man in the world, but yep. he can't you can't have your cake
1: and eat it too. Well, you can. You know what I'm saying? LeBron got it in 82. You know what I'm saying? He did get that opportunity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? i hey, LeBron I'm just saying, though, man. It's yeah, different. but I'm just saying, if you stay in Cleveland after it took this many years to win, it's always going to be LeBron's. And I don't have a problem with that. Y'all know me. I don't have no problems with um, uh, being uh, a player, you know, uh, on on a team. I don't have no problems with that. But I'm just saying uh, the world we live in now, you talk about uh, uh, Scotty and Michael Jordan. It, we, they not even on that no more, see? carl nobody's not even on everybody is i'm not saying everybody but we do live more into a society where it's about the individual and what can the individual accomplish and what can the individual do so i just think he's taking advantage of the 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 the, the society that we live in today it, it is what it is everybody yeah. leaving and going somewhere well you know else. what i say
2: at the end of the day you know i'm grown now you know what i mean i got a family i got to do what's right you know, for my family and everybody else does too. And it's like, yo, they dog uh, Kyrie for going to Boston because he ain't got no shot and he not playing with superstars. And they dog KD for going and playing with Steph and Draymond and Clay. So at the end of the day, you're not really going to make anybody happy with any move you make uh, other than staying put. And I think that um, the only person I kind of feel bad for in this situation, to be honest, is Isaiah Thomas. Like, Lord have mercy. My man put his heart and soul on the line, (laughs) came back after losing his... Sister and Lost put up 50 tooth. in the playoffs, and I'm like, they like you out of here. I'm like, wow, yeah. that was that was pretty savage. Um, and you can see why now, for all y'all who feel like athletes not loyal to the you come know, on, they, they come out and yeah, they dip out. On, yep. Yep. I'm just being for real, man. Yep. Yep. Y'all saw, and, and not nothing against Boston, it's business, like what we right, talking about is. today. It's yeah. business, you know, and yep. they saw an opportunity to get better and they took it, but um, at the end of the day, man, you know, you, 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 you got to do. Uh, what's best for you, and so I'll be honest. In terms of basketball, as a, from a trade standpoint, it was kind of like you're like, oh, oh, I I don't really know how much is going to change. Like right. Isaiah Thomas, is yeah. a beast, but guess yeah. what he is? He is a scoring, scoring. point guard that's yeah, undersized and yeah. you know maybe a little challenged on defense. So I actually don't see a whole lot changing other than the fact that you know I guess Cleveland did get another piece in Crowder. I'm not sure about the big fella. Um, but Crowder's a good per- perimeter defender, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's supposed, I think the hey, thing that Boston... He's supposed to
1: stop uh, Draymond Green, so we'll see what. Well, that Well, no, ha- I'm not saying yeah. he's going
2: to stop Draymond Green, but I say this. In the East, he might have been Boston's best answer for LeBron, and so, you, you know, if you the Cavs, you took him away, you know, from being able to... Not, not that anybody going to stop LeBron, but, um, but you know, it, to me, it just kind of felt like not a lateral move because I think Kyrie... I, no, I shouldn't say that. Isaiah was a baller, so I don't know. If he's healthy, man... Uh, who knows? It might be an interesting, you know, switching dynamics. Um, and, you know, we, we shall see hey, going hey, forward.
1: Hey, the one thing we know is he got forever to rest in the East and get healthy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no doubt. So, uh, he, uh, he to, he, he, he you don't like even to come need back. to
2: get ready to ride right uh-uh. around uh, 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 May. You know what I'm <laughs> Yeah. yeah. you ready. Yeah. so he um, good Let's see. That. All right. Uh, let's jump into, man, and thank you guys for – Shortening your questions on the Ask ET segment. You guys have been great about getting me some stuff I can read um, and not the four-page emails. So let's go over to, let's do Sean in South Carolina who said, um, hey, guys, love the podcast. Thank you so much for talking about health, dieting, and exercise. I'm about 100 pounds overweight, and I desperately want to lose it. I've lost anywhere from 15 to 30 before, but eventually gained it right back. You guys have convinced me to get back on track. Um, and I want to do it for good this time, but need some help staying focused. ET, what do you got?
1: Okay, well, first of all, C said it in a couple of weeks, we got something for you. Like for real, for real, not just ask the question, but we have a tool yeah. that we're going to put in place that's going to really help you. But I'll say this, man, you guys know I'm, I'm, I'm deep into the intrinsic, extrinsic uh, motivators. That's my thing. And I think the reason why we have a hard time making stuff into a lifestyle you know, it's because we don't have the right, um, we don't have the right motive pushing us. And as I said before, it's, you know, it's almost like I'm cheating with my diet, you know, cause it's, you know, I should say my lifestyle, because I'm doing it for something greater than me. I'm doing it for my wife's health. You know, so, so it's not like I'm trying to get ready for a high school reunion. And I think that's the challenge that some people have, is that you're trying to, you're trying to do something massive that is, that, and you have an event mindset. And you can't have an event mindset, you, you know what I'm saying, and accomplish something great. And so I don't have an event mindset. I'm not doing this for the, the family reunion. I'm not doing this for the high school reunion. I'm not doing this because they're a pair of pants I saw that I like, that I, you know, I want to be able to squeeze into. I'm doing this because I want to give my wife uh, another 10 years on her life. And if not another 10, whatever time frame she has left, I wanna make sure that it's optimal. She's at her optimal level of health. And so it's easier for me to do it because I have something
2: driving me, you know what I'm saying? So I think, to me, I think that's one of the keys. Yep, Vanessa in Louisville said, no question, just wanna let you guys know I applied and got accepted into MSU. Hopefully I'll see you guys at the success series. Oh, you will definitely see it. congratulations. So oh, I'm making no. the best decision of your life. That's right. Um, <laughs> Jackie and Toledo said, "Thank you guys so much for this podcast. I listen to you guys on my commute to work and you guys make me laugh hysterically." Quick question. I'm taking the bar exam for the second time here shortly. I failed the first time because I had severe anxiety before the test. Any suggestions for this go around on how to keep calm before the exam? Well, hey, do do the opposite of what you
1: did the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, for, I'm being for real, like, like go through that whole process, why, why did you have anxiety challenges, what was that all about, you know, and then I would just say do the opposite of that, and then I would also recommend, um, I'm real big on people who have been successful at a thing, I'm real big on interviewing them and asking them what were the secrets to their success, and then applying the principles that they give me.
0: Hey, I'll just mm-hmm. add real quick, try, try as best as you can to simulate the conditions before the actual thing. So if you could find out the room that it's gonna be in, um, go sit in that room for 30 minutes or an hour with a piece of paper and just try, like, simulate it, get into the environment, get your, you know what I mean? Try to get your body in the place where it's not a new thing for you, where it's somewhat familiar. Um, and that, that should help with some of the anxiety. Well, that's coming from a yeah, person 100%. who passed tests.
2: Um, I think we'll we'll pause it there because I, I hear my oh, kids see, so we need to start winding up have, here shortly.
1: You don't have you don't have some of that other stuff. See the negative reviews. The neg- <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you, you know what? And people ask about that every week. Shout out to everybody who writes in every single week asking for the. I got to keep y'all on your toes, man. We can't do negative reviews every week. Y'all get too used to it. And uh, Carl Phillips get hurt and, you know, know, we have to coax him out of his room and his wife is upset. I've been reading,
0: see, I'm I'm trying to find some sensational stuff to bring out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, hey, Carl's self-esteem gets shot. He's not himself (laughs) at the conferences. Um, So we we can only do that uh, once once in a blue moon to bring that out. Um, Real quick announcements, man. Shout out to everybody coming to DC. We will see you in a few days. Uh, Pumped up about that we we'll leave for DC in a couple days. And mm-hmm. for those of you in DC, do we have the information? I know we're doing a, a spiritual joint Friday night too, right? Yes. So um, yes. you can come yes. check us out at that. And then of course the conference is on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Washington, D.C. etinspires.com slash events. Um come check us out. Uh also let's see, LA is on the calendar, right? Yes, so West sir. Coast. Yes, sir. We have not forgot about you. Stay ready is coming to LA. And uh, the whole crew will be out there November 12th. All right. Come come help me celebrate my birthday. Uh, my birthday is on the 7th, but we will be uh, out in sunny L.A. So I'm going to I'm going to wait till I get to L.A. to to celebrate it. Smart and then also man. Um, smart man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and also, uh, guys, the cruise, the Phenomenal Life Cruise. Right. Make sure you get your tickets for that. Carl, I got to win to to get the rate or whatever we're tr- it is we're october. trying to
0: extend it a bit but it's october as of now october okay
2: october so we're coming up i told we've been talk about this months ago and now we're coming uh-huh. up on some deadlines but we are going to be taking a cruise to a bunch of cool islands man come hang out with us uh live podcast he's going to be speaking he's going to be doing some morning uh wake up sessions some energizers and uh teaching you guys how to get your mindset right hey, going C, forward i got yep. that uh, i got the
1: address Uh, September 1st at Restoration Praise Center, Restoration Praise Center, and that's in Bowie, Maryland, and it's 14201 Old Stage Road in Bowie, Maryland. Again, Restoration Praise Center, September 1st, and that's at 7.30 p.m. The doors open at 7, and we start
2: 7.30.
0: Hey, text it to me, E. Let me make sure I get in the show notes,
2: too. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll put it in. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, uh, any other. And that's else? free.
0: I don't know if you said that. You're sorry. That's free. Oh, I uh, did not say Yeah, it. yeah that's I free. You it. can just come. We just well, can us- we
2: can we get a different word? Yeah, I don't like the word free. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I
1: mean, I'm just saying I, I just want it's people to come. It's cost effective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want people to come and still feel like they need to apply it. Not oh, right, I'm, right, right. I'm just going to come E.T. free. I'm just no, like for real. When you guys come, it's a it's a spiritual event. You know, but, sh- but for real, come with the same, you know, mindset if you pay five, six hundred dollars. Come ready to learn and to apply some of the principles that we're going to discuss.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. And do me a favor. If y'all could hold the show for like 20 minutes, my plane lands at like 640. So I'll be jetting over there uh, ASAP, but would like to oh, be a will. part of the. So let the praise team sing a little longer than you know. <laughs> right, they probably, they going to um, do that anyway. they going to do yeah, that we'll, anyway. We'll, <laughs> we'll be there. Um, real quick, guys, definitely want to um, say shout out, man, and, and, you know, dedicate this podcast to the people of Houston. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, man, just, I been. Mean, it's heartbreaking just watching, you know, the oh, stuff no that's question. going on. We got obviously, people we there, have, man. Uh, family and friends there Uh, our prayers thoughts and and money and everything else are with you guys we're doing all we can on this end um but you know just i don't know if if you want to speak to it man but just a just an awful awful time uh right now but i know we got people in houston e who are listening to us so if you could do this nugget of the day And, um, you know, kind of give them a word, you know, to to keep their heads up. People going through a lot. People, you know, don't know if they lost everything, if, you know, family members are okay. Just crazy stuff. And, um, you know, one of the worst natural disasters, you know, that the U.S. has ever seen. And uh, I can't even imagine what people are going through. Um, But my family, like I said, uh, our thoughts and prayers and our ETA family, our Breathe You family that's down Mm -hmm. there, we have... Oh, tons, tons of people. And, and to be honest, Houston, when we look at our demographic, you know, just for us, Houston has always been, you know. I said top
0: Top three, a, yeah. a Top yeah. tier yeah. market for yeah. us. You guys yeah. have
2: always showed love, man. And uh, promise, man, we're going to, as soon as, you know, time permits, we got to come back and do a free event, something, man, just to. Um, you know, hopefully get the spirits up and, you know, do anything we can to be a blessing for you guys. So, E, if you have a nugget of the day that you can leave us on, um, you know, to, to, to give the people of Houston a word of encouragement uh, going forward, man, I'd appreciate that. You know, as I was thinking about um,
1: Tobe and, you know, Matthew and, you know, T, um, T-Mac, there's just so many different people, man, that, you know, we, we love. Um, you know, there, man, as I was thinking about him, I thought about a story I read in Dennis Kimbrough's book, and it was a king who asked for uh, um, the wise, uh, one of the wise men to make him a ring with an insignia. And, you know, he, he, the wise man asked the king, like, yo, what is it specifically that you want me, you know, to uh, write? And the king was like, yo, I don't know. But, you know, I do know as a king, I'm going to have a lot of success, but there's going to be loss. There's gonna be defeat, there's gonna be disappointment, you know, and I need, I need something that will encompass all of that, you know, and so when I thought about, man, all the good times we've had in Houston, uh, what is it, uh, Carl, you, we, we got, um, man, the Cheesecake Factory, you know, we stay there, we got the Grand Lux. Is it Gloria's? Um, uh, I just got turned on to, I think that's the restaurant, I got turned on that restaurant. Man, I mean, we just had so many good times. Of course, i worked with the University of Houston uh, with D-Rob and those guys back in the day, been to a couple of the games. Um, yo, man, we just had such, just so many good times. We've I've done um, some one-on-ones, we've done some small sessions, we've done a Super Bowl, man. My wife and I, you know, we did the Super Bowl there. Man, we, we've just had a phenomenal, you know, experience TSU with Coach Davis, you know, and so as I thought about all the good times and Didi and I were watching, um, you know, the storm as it was coming, once the, it hit, I thought about that King's uh, ring and the insignia said, this too shall pass. You know, this too shall pass. And Yolanda Adams has a song, and I wish we could play it as we uh, go out, um, but she has a song that says like every storm that has come before, this too shall pass. And I just want you guys to know, uh, this is not gonna break us. I promise you, this is not gonna break us. This is only gonna make us stronger. This is only gonna define, you know, the city of Houston, the state of Texas, you know, and, and, and you know, tough times, you know, don't break tough people. It, it, just, it, it just brings out you know, more of that resilience, more of the brilliance, you know. So I just wanna tell all my people in Houston, keep your head up, keep your head up. We're gonna get through it, you know, we're gonna get through the losses. Uh, Like CJ said, not just me, but you guys got a whole world that's supporting you right now. We're supporting you financially. Like C said, we're supporting with our time. Uh, We're supporting you guys, we love you. So to our BU fam, to Tobe, like we just had Tobe, It was a day or two prior to Harvey. Tobe had just won, you know, um, the the rap artist for the the city of Houston, the state, you know, of Texas and was on his way to LA, you know, to represent, of course, ETA and Houston, you know. So this is devastating, you know, to all of us. But I told Tobe, Tobe, you're gonna get a whole album out of this experience. One of your greatest pieces is gonna come from this experience. So again, we love you guys. Uh, We're in your corner, and we know all about it. Detroit, we're the city that's rebuilding right now. We, too, have taken some hits, you know, and we're rebuilding. And so as as we rebuild, you rebuild, and we will rebuild together, man. We love you guys. Stay strong.